In a world of Jew lies and propaganda, there is an island of white discussion, entertainment, truth. Free Talk Live is that island. Free Talk Live with your host, Jeff Beck. Only on the Vanguard News Network. Lo mismo que yo. You like that tune, Alex? Alex, you there? Hello? I had to turn off my feed there. Yeah, okay. I'm here. You want me to play the little Mexican clip again? Yeah, play that again. All right, here we go. It's... Alma Virgen del Mariachi Can't hear it. What is it? Can you hear it? Yeah, it's very lively in the background. El Mariachi suena como alegre son Oye, como alegra cantar mi canción Suena la arpa vieja, suena el guitarro El que hoy se queda lo mismo que yo We need to get you a ukulele and get you in the studio, buddy. <laughs> We're making broadcasting, uh, broadcasting. I smell Tiny Tim, too, buddy. Tiptoe through the tulips with me. I don't think half the audience. People don't even know who that is anymore. I guarantee yeah, Tiny you Tim. don't know. Tiny Tim is a little ukulele playing dude who got married on the Johnny Carson show, and he had one hit, Tiptoe Through the Tulips. It's kind of funny, fun to sing falsetto if you're into that. Some people think it's kind of faggy, but now and again it can be amusing. The Carson stuff was good. I mean, he, I thought He was, was a little more civilized, uh, uh-huh. and, and it degraded into complete sex purility under Leno and, and mm-hmm. uh, just stupid non-adult crap with Letterman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm always... To me, that's just part of the, the juvenilizing, the juvenizing of uh, America. I don't think that's a word, but it's very close to being a word. Yeah, uh, you, you know what I mean—the juvenizing of America, mm-hmm. uh, because that's the only thing that's uh, it's non-threatening to the powers that be. You know, and they, here's an example: Sarah Silverman having a new show in Comedy Central. She's a famous kite comedian with probably the most unattractive voice ever installed in a human being. What's and, her name? Uh, her Sarah Silverman, mm. she's a comic. She's she's not unfunny. She's somewhat funny, but you know, I watched her show uh, the other day, and it was all about queefing. Mm. Well, I'm not going to go into that. Oh, I think I know but, uh, what that is. But yeah. you know, it's it's just so typically Jewish, direct laced. Mm-hmm. It's not even laced. It, direct is the substance that might be laced with a little bit of non-direct material, and that's that's how Jews do it. Uh, anyhow, I wanted to say uh, while you were talking, I got a couple things to talk about here. Mm-hmm. And what did I, I, I dug up something on, now you were talking about TV, did you mention extreme drug resistant TV? Well, what happened is uh, Jackamup sent a message to me and he was remarking about a comment in uh, in the story from the Wichita newspaper about uh, TB, or no, it was, it was uh, Stan's uh, voicemail. Uh, that the uh, principal had said TB can be tr- uh, treated and cured, but in fact, yeah. uh, that's not always the case, is it? Well, what you're saying? Two things to say on that front. The first is, from my understanding of, there's TB, there's multiple drug-resistant TB, and there's mm-hmm. extreme drug-resistant TB. Now, now the multiple, they, I believe they can be treated. I don't know about extreme, but multiple can be treated, but it requires a long course of medicine. So mm-hmm. that, you know, like the doctors will sometimes say, you know, uh, if you go to like a chiropractor, say you got a back problem, you know, they're going to say, you know. The pain goes away, but the problem is still there. Are you mm-hmm. committed enough to uh, carry this treatment full? 
What they get are these fucking monkeys from the third world who can't find their way home if they get on the wrong bus, right? And and these people, uh, they get TB. They come to America. Maybe some of it gets detected. And please remember, this can be spread through the air. It requires no sexual or intimate contact. So what they do is they start taking the pills, and maybe they take them for a couple weeks. They start uh, Maybe the coughing disappears, and they feel fine, but it's still there. It's still in their lungs. They can still cough it out into your lungs mm-hmm. or your kid's lungs at school. That was an excellent, uh, uh, thanks, Stan, for providing that and you for playing that. I mean, this, this is the reality of having these fucking invaders called Americans who are living next door to us and coughing their infections into our lungs. What kind of a goddamn government? We're over there fucking up Iraq for $1.2 trillion while creatures that are infected with these horrible diseases are coming in like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. I mean, this government is illegitimate. A mm-hmm. government that does not look after the interests of its people is illegitimate. I am directly channeling Thomas Jefferson when I say that. Those are his words, slightly altered. You know, the government only exists to protect the security of the damn people who founded it. If it's not only not protecting us, but actively threatening us and telling us to like it on top of it, then damn it, we need to replace it. Mm-hmm. And now, now here's what I'm going to read you, because I dug this up when, we, when you were talking, and, and this is about extreme XDR-TB, you know, like it's some kind of cool kind of roll-on antiperspirant or something. But okay. It's uh, uh, out of South Africa, lethal TB strain now in all provinces. And South Africa is where the, the monkeys uh, have the whip hand over the white man. You know, which is man proper. Okay, uh, extreme drug-resistant tuberculosis can be traced to all provinces, the health department said today. The lethal, lethal means you die from it. Mm-hmm. The lethal form of the infectious disease first emerged in the Dugala Ferry region of KwaZulu-Natal mm. two years ago. Sibadi Ngadi, the health department spoke, and you, you better believe, you know, who, who better to solve a lethal disease than someone named Sibadi Ngadi, mm-hmm. M-N-G-A-D-I. The health department spokesperson said 269 cases of XDR-TB, as opposed to MDR-TB, had been recorded nationally. And then uh, on and on, and, and uh, what, what are we saying here? And, of course, our it, government is trying to import these savages here into the yeah, country. Not, not the white people, God forbid, but bringing mm-hmm. more of the black South Africans and black Africans from all over. And he, he said the deadly strain of TB was more prevalent in patients who are HIV positive. So that, that leads into another thing I wanted to talk about, which is... You know, I, you know this one, one thing on this. This, is, this mm-hmm. is something that really ought to precipitate riots. I mean, if, if the population uh, was it, of a sounder mind and healthier... It, it would, precipitate yeah. the slaughtering of the, the government that allows this to happen. Oh, yeah. They I mean, the overt, the overt drag them out of bed and slit their goddamn throats because they're endangering us. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. We've been so... It's like there's something in the water, the air, or the or whatever that has infected <laughs> us and prevented us from seeing that, damn, these people mean our destruction. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in, in, in that regard, I just posted something. Uh, it's immediately beneath the... Free Talk Live announcement on the on the main page about uh, this new version of uh, of of AIDS. Now we saw a story a few months ago about one guy in New York, but now they're talking about four guys up in uh, Seattle. And it says uh, it says this is something I, I found this story in Canada, but it says the BC I guess that's British Columbia announcement comes as health officials in New York try to locate as many as a hundred sexual partners of a man in his mid-forties mm-hmm. who is the first type of person found with what may be a new type of HIV. Scientists say his strain does not respond to three classes of antiretroviral medication. 
It's not clear what caused him to develop AIDS so quickly. The unidentified man had unprotected sex with several ma male partners while taking the illegal drug crystal meth. Now, here's the point. This thing can go from infection to AIDS in like two months as opposed to ten years for ordinary AIDS. Hmm. And, and again, exactly parallel to the TB, worse and worse strains, white men come up with these... Uh, we come up with drugs. When you use a drug to treat something over time, you know, it's, it's a kind of a feedback loop. And the, the pathogen, and it's only a pathogen because from our perspective, from its perspective, it's just trying to survive and, and, and it will adapt to what you use against it, just like anything would. And they become harder and harder to, to fight with these drugs. And, and the more you prescribe biotics, the, the, the diseases come to recognize them and to fight back. Then you require new biotics or more biotics. It's just a big goddamn mess. Mm -hmm. And when you've got a globalizing world, this is another part of the downside of it. Not like it, it doesn't have, not like one downside of it isn't enough to, uh, to, to end it and to protect our national interests instead of roping us into this global system. But people flying everywhere, you take down border controls, you take, don't take down the wall until you know why it's put up in the first place. There's a reason that we kept Mexicans out of America. And, and stuff like this, allowing these people with diseases to circulate, is, is really, really threatening. It is. It is. It, you know, and, and that's not even the most outrageous thing I wanted to talk about today. Because uh, I want to talk about a story from Germany, actually. Mm. Right? And you all may have heard of the Red Army Faction, which is a communist uh, gang uh, of Germany back in, I think, mostly the 70s and the 80s. Bottom line, so kind of bust, busted off. Uh, yeah, well, this is Red Army Faction, which I think is, I don't know if that's the same thing, or those were the two kind of leftist gangs mm -hmm. that, that were the big problems, the big, and they were literally terrorist gangs. Well, guess what? Think about this. Brigitte Monhaupt, 57, is to leave prison... March 27th, the first day she becomes eligible for release. Now, this bitch was involved in, like, nine murders, and they're letting her out after 24 years. Now, you think about it. You've got Ernest Zundel. You've got Germar Rudolph over there for speaking the honest truth about politics and history, and they're letting this left-wing fucking terrorist cunt who is involved in nine murders, they're letting her out. Hmm. Now, is it going too far to say the class of people that allows this shit to happen needs to have their goddamn heads cut off? I mean, listen, listen to some of this crap. You know, and then Matt Hale's thrown in prison for 40 years for, for not going, no, 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 when, when someone uh, speculated about uh, chopping someone up. I mean, what the hell kind of world are we living in? Yeah. Listen to this. Okay. She was given five life sentences for murder and other non-fatal attacks, including a 1981 rocket-propelled grenade assault on the car of U.S. General Frederick Crozen, then hmm. the commander of U.S. forces in Europe which injured the general and his wife. Okay. So this two-car court, supported by prosecutor, decided Monhaup no longer posed a threat. But here's, here's the thing that gets me. Wait. Well, numerous things get me. I'm just going to keep reading some of this. Monhaup, who has a job offer, because who wouldn't want to hire her, and an apartment lined up, rather <laughs> like that pimp up in Detroit, the white man for a white, uh, for a white land talked about, uh, whydetroitiscrap.blogspot.com. Remember, the pimp gets out. You pay for the primp, pimp to be in prison. You pay for his suit. You pay for his apartment and job and college education when he comes out. Well, kind of the same thing here. She will be on supervised parole for five years. Well, what the hell? What does that mean? Uh, anyway, I guess she's been in prison 29 years. But the point is she's a murderer and she's being let out. And not just a murderer, a multiple murderer. She was a, a top figure in what was sometimes called the Bader-Meinhof gang. 
So maybe it was uh, maybe the Red Army faction of the Bader Meinhof were the same thing. That's I guess, my understanding. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Andreas Bader and Ulrika Meinhof are two, the two principals in the Red Army faction. So, but there's a little more here I want to read. Before abandoning violence in '92, the organization killed 34 people and injured hundreds. Uh, former Justice Minister Klaus Kinkel said it was time to quote give Monaghan a chance to return to society. Uh, and, and but here's the thing: she in no way. Uh, the court's written decision noted that Monhaupt was not willing to completely repudiate her violent past and that she has, quote, has not distanced herself from her deeds in the sense of insight into wrongs that were committed. So, <laughs> that's where you are, normal German, normal American. These niggers, these fucking Jew-led commie bastards can kill, rape, maim, whoever they want for whatever reason, and even if they do a little bit of prison time, they're soon back out on the street. Whereas if you whisper one word of opposing any of this, you're a hater who might get jugged for decades if he falls under the wrong circumstances. Well, you and know, what's, what's interesting, though, well, I, I think I may have read the same article you did, is that our hero, Horst Mahler, he came out of that whole movement. Now, he's, he mm-hmm. may be the exception to the, that, that group. This woman sounds like a, you know, a bloodthirsty killer uh, and a, an extreme communist. Uh, but uh, what's interesting is is that you know I, I wish our side, uh, Alex, I wish they had that sort of uh, if I can use the word gusto, where they would go out and uh, and uh, well <laughs> do some of these type of activities. I won't specify, you know. Well, I mean, uh, I'm not talking about leafleting either. Li- listen <laughs> to this: a student at the University of Munich before going underground, Monhaf was arrested in, 90 t- in 1982 and convicted of involvement in nine murders. Nine murders. I mean, we all know Europe's yeah. pretty lax on imprisoning people, but nine murders? And she's being let out of prison, and she has a job in an apartment? I mean, yeah, uh, you talk about fighting back. I mean, what else is going to make any difference? Mm-hmm. No, no matter what you do, and I was called Hitler when I was a conservative, as I've said many times. If, you, if, you're, on the, if you're on the right, and this is where I completely disagree, people who claim that uh, Nazism is, or... Race realism is inherently right-wing. The right stands, yeah, they may be Jewish terms coined in the French Revolution, but there is a real difference between utopian fantasists and Mm -hmm. rationalists on the left and the right. And racialism fits on the right. It does not fit on the left. Um, But, uh, uh, oh, kind of lost my point there. But, yeah, they they have effectively created a, a, a prison and called it democracy. You know, you're not really allowed access if you criticize what's going on in society. You're not you're not allowed any access to the real power, which is television. And you're you're, you're forced to use. You know, we we can say what we want on the internet, but it's pretty clear that uh, and and we are making headway. We're making progress and awakening people. But you know, this double standard just uh, obtains throughout society, where they can rape and murder and barely do any time for it, and we are thought criminals the minute we begin to diverge from their leftist Judaism for you know one, by one degree. Well, and that's, that's what political right. correctness was. is created by Lenin. It was actually not really aimed at enemies. It was aimed at internal discipline and stopping anyone who is one degree out of line is going to be hammered down and utterly destroyed unless they get immediately right back in line. Deviationists. And deviationists. And when you have, the, when, when these, these suckers are running society, 
as they are. That's what the neocons are. They're just the communists by a different name. When they are running society, by God, that's what they try to do to everyone else. Anyone who's a degree out of line gets stomped on and hammered on. And, and the only way out, through, there's no way out but through the Jews. That's the best way to sum it up. There's, there's no voting, there's no blah, 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 doing media, whatever. We have to go right through the Jews. There's no way to get around that. And anyone who tells you otherwise is part of the goddamn problem. And, and that's where these ludicrous conservatives, ludicrous paleo, cowardly paleo conservatives, and ridiculously limp dick libertarians. You saw the thing I posted from Bob Wallace, who agrees with everything we said. I mean, he's he's not a buddy and whatever. He has his own deal. But you know, the minute you talk any kind of racial truth, the libertarians run shrieking with their their tail between their legs. So we are the real opposition to this horrible Judeo system that is imprisoning all of us. And and this. Let me turn to one other story here. Mm-hmm. This is about this useless cunt who's now the head of Harvard. Uh, by age nine, Drew Gilpin Faust. Now, she's just been prom- appointed, I guess. Uh, maybe they voted, I don't know. Appointed, But she's the new head of Harvard University, the, the premier university in the U.S., with about a third uh, Jewish students in the undergrad, I believe. By age nine, Drew Gilpin Faust had already begun to challenge race and gender roles of the Jim Crow South. Born Catherine Gilpin to a privileged family in Virginia's Shenandoah Valley, Faust recalls a conversation with the family's black handyman and driver that inspired her to send a letter in black letters on school notebook paper to President Eisenhower pleading for desegregation. And uh, uh, the, the awakening soon prompted her to question her entire upbringing in which girls wore scratchy organdy dresses and white children addressed black adults by their first names. Quote, I was the rebel who did not just march for civil rights and against the Vietnam War, but who fought endlessly with my mother, refusing to accept her insistence that this is a man's world, sweetie, and the sooner you learn that, the better off you'll be. She wrote in a memoir, Shapers of Southern History, Autobiographical Reflections. Now, yesterday, Harvard University named Faust, and I doubt she's a Jew, uh, probably, uh, well, probably, she may be married to a Jew, I know or, so many or, of them are German with the name Faust, but her her name her, her name's Gilpin, so she's some kind Gene of Gene hijacking. Uh, yeah, uh, the first female president of the school's 371 year history, and remember, this comes after the Jew actually made a somewhat anti-Bolshevik comment, uh, acknowledging real brain sex differences. Remember Lawrence Summers? Oh yes. So, so they got rid of this Jew who who. Through and and believe me, it's not like they're getting rid of him because he's a Jew. Because most of the, I believe most of the the Ivy League presidents are Jews. Most of the top university professors are Jews. Now, from Chain and Craig and I's uh, studies, you know that uh, most of the law school profs are Jews at these big schools. Or fifty percent well, of the it, big I heard an interesting t- tidbit that in fact a lot of the agriculture. I would never have known this, but a lot of the big agricultural concerns in this country are also owned by Jews. That was interesting to me, you know. Um, and I'll tell you one. Uh, uh, what's that book? The Secret of the Jew's Success or the Riddle of the Jew's There's Success? So, yeah, yeah. You they, mentioned that a couple times. Yeah, they have. Uh, it's a very interesting book, and I know they have those at IHR um, and probably other places. But uh, and I, I read that, and yeah, they talk a little bit about that. I mean, Jews were big dealers. They, they were middlemen between farmers and between uh, yeah farmers and, and ranchers. On my fa- on my. Um on my mother's side, uh, he, his his family was in the grain business here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. They weren't farmers; they were just in the grain business. And he told all his kids he was he's an old timer. He was born about yeah. 1900. Don't do business with Jews. 
Sure. That was sure, his. He, he he told all his his uh, his his children his children to do that. And of course, that's, that's great. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, <laughs> anyway, yeah. But of course, today, I mean. Uh, well, I'm going to yeah. guess, Jeff. That yeah. Now you know about Wall Street, but uh, I believe the commodities mm-hmm. and the agricultural stuff that runs out of Chicago, and I'll bet you there's plenty of Jews involved in that. Oh yeah. yeah. Like you're saying, you know, the main uh, there's there's four or five of those huge companies that dominate. Jews have always hated landed agricultural interests because it represents a power competing with their own, and so they try to destroy these farms and replace them with these giant food lot operations. And that's a real big deal here in uh, uh, you're more or less the same area I am. That's a mm-hmm. big deal out here where they get these immense pig farms and processing centers. And then they bring in the Mexican illegals. I know up in Iowa they even advertise down in Mexico to to get these people moving into Iowa, and this is the beshitting of the U.S. and 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 its destruction, mm-hmm. and they don't care they don't care about the effects on the locals, man. They're they're we're routinely mocked on TV, and that attitude that you see on TV always reflects the attitude of the government 100 percent. And you know, oh Bush, New York Times, they're the same damn thing. There's no there's no difference there. I mean, they're they're part of the damn Zog government party. And, and and you should be able to see that the force that they're hostile is the force that we represent here, which is the ordinary white males and females of America. And, and you never see anything advocated in our interests, except when you listen to this show. And uh, anyway, that's a so so that's a that's a that's a sign. They've got a, another typically mediocre female who teaches. She teaches a lot of Civil War. That's apparently her area of expertise. This. Drew Gilpin Faust. Mm-hmm. Drew Gilpin Faust. Drew mm. Gilpin Faust, born a Gilpin and became a Faust. And I'm I, I'm just going to take a wild guess that the Faust may not be German, but may be a Jew. Could be wrong. Like I say, it's a guess. Well, no, knowing the circles they run in, I, I it's, it's probably a pretty good guess. Well, it'd be you know she's obviously. And typically what you see in her type is they're social climbers who pretend that they aren't or they have a very noblesse oblige and, and they're going to take care of the niggers. And I'll guarantee you one thing Drew Gilpinfaust doesn't care about is, is uh, niggers raping white girls, and niggers murdering young white men. I guarantee she doesn't care about the kind of injustice just perpetrated down at Duke. I'll guarantee that Drew Gilpinfaust probably thinks that that's a, a, a little uh, payback that's, that's well-deserved by those innocent white men. Because I know that type, and I know how they think, and I went to school with them, and, and I saw how they were, and they ran my college, and I had some battles with them. You know, and they so denounced me, and I denounced them. It's so amazing how this this uh, type of thinking gets so ingrained. And when I was uh, think reading about the the, the Vermont story uh, that that uh, AIDS Awareness Day in Vermont, and uh, you know, you, you look at uh, you know, I think any serious, sober-minded person who had his Head head on straight would say, "Hey, look! Here's this tiny, tiny percentage of the population that are responsible for all this, all this uh, disease." And uh, you know, wouldn't wouldn't the sound mind, wouldn't the healthy mind say, "Well, let's get rid of them, let's get no, them Jeff. out away from us." No, Jeff. The sound <laughs> mind would say, "Let us immerse ourselves in the destructive element." That's that's a line from uh, what Kurtz in the Heart of Darkness. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. Of course, any any sane person would be like, "Geez, oh, let's bring more uh, defective, uh, low IQ, uh, extreme drug resistant uh, tuberculosis bearing patients into our country. The better to diversify it. They're really enriching us with their extreme drug resistant tuberculosis and their super AIDS." 
you know, they're spiffing new super aids and they're infected uh, uh they're infected jism. Well, anyway, we're coming down the bottom of the hour, Alex, and and I've got Bill on, and I kind of want to jump in with Bill here right now, and. Um, uh, part of the reason is I'm not feeling too uh, zippy tonight, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to, uh, after I finish with Bill, uh, it's probably going to be uh, a lot. But, you know, the, I mentioned that agriculture, and that's one of the things I'm going to talk to Bill White about is, uh, and that he brought up uh, in one of his magazines. It's my understanding he, he sends you those ma- He you have a Yeah, I've read them. They're good. Yeah. He's done a good job. Uh, they had in the latest one a bunch about uh, uh, the incredible number of faggot pederast uh, people up in the Republican Party and, and just gay, queer, kid-loving Jews and how widespread this kind of rot is within the American government. And that's something. I don't know if you plan to talk about that, but it's well, certainly interesting. Yeah, I think we'll get to it. And, and, you know, that's the thing about these these stupid, ridiculous Christians and, and, and conservatives that support the Bush administration. The Bush administration, from what I can see, is, is staffed with homosexuals. Uh, yeah, the, the, if if you look at it as one party and, and the upper ranks of that party are led by Jews and queers, I mean you're you're pretty damn close to the truth. And you know he collected in one place. It's kind of like what World Net Daily did with all these incidents. You know if 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 you don't see things together, sometimes it's hard to realize how extensive they are. And the World Net Daily did it with like female high school teachers molesting young boys. And you start to realize, wow, when, you, they, when they run off a list of 15 of them, you're like, damn, I didn't remember seeing all those together. And he's done a little of that with these uh, faggots like uh, uh, Barney Frank, whose boyfriend was running a bordello out of his townhouse in D.C. That's when I was back there. I remember that. And uh, Did they mention Israel Hernandez? Uh, I don't recall. Or that Jew, what was his name, Melman? Yeah, Ken Ken Melman. Yeah, and he mentioned uh, those Mark. two. I've heard. Well, he's a faggot. Right. I don't know if he's a pederast or whatever, but he's a Jew faggot who was head of the RNC, and now he left and got someone else. But he mentioned Mark Tapps got at the Washington Times. That that I'd never heard of. Uh, you know, the homosexuals are very defensive about being clustered in with um, with pedophiles. But I read a book yeah, by a, a they screech le- about it. They do, and I, I read a book by a lesbian. Uh, what was her name? Tammy Bruce. She was mm-hmm. she was trying to kind of hive herself, trying to pull herself into the uh, yeah. uh, neocon, and and she was writing about those bathhouses out there in San Francisco and how they you know, they just love it when they get a fifteen year old boy out there in those well, bathhouses. This this is the thing about homosexuality. The whole thing mm-hmm. is oh they're born that way or whatever. Well, even if some were born that way, what they're trying to do is normalize it so they can draw in the marginal, and particularly the ones that, yeah those those young boys who mm-hmm. might be a little confused and maybe they could go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And if they hear one word, they might go the right way. If they hear the wrong word, they might get into that whole culture. Well, that's why they want to normalize it, and that's those are disease spreading vectors that should it should not be a matter of civil rights. It's just a matter of simple uh, rationality. You don't allow something that is purely incubating disease to exist. You shut it down. It shouldn't be open in the first place, but you know the Jews uh, the, at the so-called Stonewall in New York, just you know the same block of time where you had everything all of a sudden go from the right way to the wrong way, uh, which j- just happened coincident with Jews essentially taking power in America, full and complete and final power, and you know oh the gay liberation now they can have openly queer bars, well then they can have openly queer bathhouses, then they can start hey San Francisco is known as a magnet for fags, you know if you're some 
fag kid in the East Coast, why don't you go out to San Francisco? They build their whole, whole own culture, and, and that's where AIDS was first incubated. And they, they said, you know, they blame Reagan for it and demanded that the bathhouses be left open as a matter of civil rights. Well, now there's a new strain of AIDS that's coming. And, you know, what if they get a, a strain where, you know, it develops into AIDS super quickly? And, and you know, I don't know what's going on, but but you, you watch and you see that, gee, they got something that's that's turned into AIDS extremely quickly in the case of these four. And the thing is, these guys have sex with so many different men that, you know, it, it's like a multiplier effect. They're, they're, when you're... When you're Sharing blood and cum and whatever that quickly and and just you know night after night you know you're fucking a new guy and taking new pills and doing whatever I mean you're 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 going at a hundred times the regular speed and and whatever for good or for ill and it's always for ill you're you're gonna create new diseases spread new problems and it's just you need to slow down and say look these people are fucking insane apart from what they like to fuck, I mean, just their their actions show that there's something seriously wrong here that, that we in no way need to be treating as normal or desirable. It's crazy. And then, yeah, but the the part you're right to talk about is the uh, they absolutely want to uh, uh, deny any kind of link between male homos and liking little kids, but it's there. It's there. They want to treat them like they're two so totally separate classes, and they will... Uh, Usually they'll call them uh, like child molesters when in fact they're, they're say Catholic priests. They're usually pederast, which is grown men who like uh, teenage boys, as opposed to some pure pedophile who might be liking little kids mm -hmm. of either mm -hmm. sex. So yeah, they, they, homosexuals have some kind of mental problem where the, the truth is just not in them. It's weird. <laughs> the cum of many men may be in them, but <laughs> not the truth. The DNA of thousands. Of <laughs> they may have more DNA than a, than a hooker down in North Carolina. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like the one who accused the Duke kids. But uh, no, the truth is the truth is their enemy. They're, and the thing is, they're naturally they're like Jews because they're not liked by people for very valid reasons. They've always been a conspiratorial sort of underclass that sneaks around and makes itself known by winks and nods. So the, the, the cons conspiracy is a large part of politics. So they're, they've always been politically pretty good, but now they're allowed to do it openly. And they, they are absolutely totalitarian mm -hmm. when it comes to people criticizing them. They do not want to allow any criticism. And, yes, I saw this. I wrote an article about AIDS that I think I published on VNN at one point before we were a blog back in the 80s. It was about a yard long. And I laid out the specific facts of it, and I laid out, hey, they're trying to tell you that, A, anyone can get AIDS, and B, that, that you shouldn't hate faggots because it's so hard to get. And they're contradictory, and they don't want to tell you the truth about who's really spreading it and what the deal is. And boy, did I get a lot of criticism from the fags. And boy, are the fags organized. And that was when I also got my first real clue to Jews was that uh, I used the phrase, AIDS is a gay disease in the sense that America is a Christian nation. And I meant it purely, you know, America's 90% Christian and AIDS is 90%, you know, queers. But, but, uh, phrase Christian American is a real tripwire for Jews. They absolutely go nuts if you call America a Christian nation. That's just something I'm, I'm making a point on the, on the side. All but uh, right. yeah, the fags and the, and the Jews are second only to the Jews in being organized and hostile to every competing element. Well, on that note, uh, Alex, I'm going to have to let you go. Okay, well, I look forward to listening to the rest of the show. I enjoyed the first part, and hello to everybody out there. Yeah, I'll be adding new stuff later in the night, and uh, good enough. Yeah, send send a chat message or something, a comment, and if you got a, if you got anything, or call on in, and we'll talk some more. Okay, All thanks, right. Jeff. Take care. Bye.
Vanguard Radio. No Jews. Just right. <laughs>